When seeing is believing. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We are moving on today in Luke chapter 24. We will be studying verses 9 through 12. Uh, You'll remember that yesterday's teaching had us um, uh, with the women who had come back to the tomb to um, anoint and embalm Jesus' body with perfumes and spices, having an encounter with some angels who gave them the message that Jesus was alive, and uh, that caused them to remember his words to them that he would be crucified and then rise again after the third day. And so uh, this is the situation they were found in yesterday. Um, and then the text today, uh, they go to the apostles to share the news. And we discover that the reaction to this news uh, was kind of a mixed reaction. And so as we get into the text, we'll unpack that a little bit. Uh, but before we head into the text, let's go before the Father. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word. We're grateful for the opportunity to study uh, your word today. And we pray, Jesus, that you would um, open our ears and open our hearts and open our eyes to see and hear and experience what you have for us today through your word. And we pray that your Holy Spirit would faithfully bring insight and understanding to your word. Uh, that what we might apply from it would be clear, and that we would do so with willing hearts and align our will to your will for us through the teaching of your word. Father, we pray that you would uh, use us today in the places that you plant us, that we might have a witness for you, and that as we live faithfully for you, Lord God, the world watching would Uh, wonder about this Jesus that we proclaim. And we give you thanks, Lord God, that we can be found useful for your kingdom purposes uh, because you have work for us to do and help us to be faithful to it. We love you so much, Lord, and we thank you again for this time together. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, this is Luke 24, verses 9 through 12. When they came back from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the others with them who told this to the apostles. But they did not believe the women, because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves, and he went away, wondering to himself what had happened." This is a beautiful testimony, (laughs) and it is insightful for us because it gives us a lot of information uh, that's helpful to understand. Um, You'll remember uh, before Jesus was crucified, um, his disciples were hiding out. They had all run away, and they were scared of uh, the public reaction to them in light of the fervor and, and fury about Jesus and and the chance of crucify him, and they were all um, running for their lives in a very real sense. They weren't sure if they were connected to Jesus, if they would be next, and they were uncertain if they were really truly ready to pay the ultimate price for their devotion to Christ. And so they're hiding out, and they're afraid, and they're confused, and uh, they're uh, brokenhearted because their Lord has been killed. Um, their expectation as their insight into his identity was growing that he would be the anointed one of God, the Messiah, who would save Israel. 
But they didn't expect their um, Messiah. They didn't expect God's anointed one to be killed. And so um, they're licking their wounds and uh, brokenhearted and full of sorrow as they're wrestling with all that's happened uh, during this week of Passover. And Luke tells us in verse 9, when the women came back from the tomb and met up with the eleven, and it's notable that they are now beginning to describe them as the eleven, because uh, uh, Judas, you'll remember, was the one who betrayed Jesus, and he's now clearly no longer part of the fellowship, and all of the others. And so the wider group of disciples, they were all cloistered together, um, probably trying to offer each other solace and comfort in this time. Um, I'm sure the discussions were many about what this all meant and what was happening. And uh, Luke reveals in verse 10 the identity of the women who had come back with the spices, and there was another small contingent of women with them, uh, not numbered or named. But the ones who are named are Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary the mother of James. And these are the women, and along with the other small group with them, who go back to the apostles to tell them what they had seen. Now, verse 11 reveals that the reaction to this news was kind of a mixed reaction. Luke says, but they did not believe the women because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Um, It seemed incongruent with the facts that they knew that the tomb would be empty. (laughs) Um, The women had the angel encounter where the angel spoke He is not here. He is risen, which caused them to remember Jesus' own words. And when he said, the Son of Man must be handed over to sinners and crucified and on the third day be raised again. And as they remembered these words, they had their aha moment. But for the apostles, it's not sinking in. It seems incongruent with the events of the week, the things that had just happened a few days before. Jesus' body was dead. Dead bodies don't walk out of graves. So the only way that that dead body could come out of that grave would be it was stolen or he really was raised to new life, which would would, uh, aim in the direction of resurrection. Now, there were some in the religious elite who did not believe in resurrection, um, but resurrection was not an uncommon teaching, the idea of of life after the grave was not an uncommon teaching for... uh, uh, their, from their viewpoint, and so um, it would not have been something un, un, entirely unusual to them, but it was not what they were looking for. And they were not connecting the dots yet in the same way that the women had as they had their angel encounter and they remembered the words of Jesus that he would in fact rise again. And so we're told in verse 12 that one of the remaining 11 apostles jumped to his feet and ran to the tomb. And Luke reveals that that one was Peter. (laughs) Peter, who professed to Jesus before his betrayal and death that he was ready to drink of the same cup and that he was ready to die for Jesus, who so very quickly then betrayed him, as Jesus predicted. It was Peter who jumped to his feet and ran to the tomb. And Luke tells us that when he got there, he saw the strips of linen lying by themselves. And he went away, wondering to himself what had happened. Now Peter, in Luke's account, uh, was not encountered by angels who spoke the same message that they did that they did to the women who had come to prepare his body for burial. 
And so Peter is leaving the scene wondering what happened. Now, it's true for all of us that there are times when we're encountered with something and we begin to struggle in our minds and hearts with it. And I believe it's in those moments that the Holy Spirit arrives and he brings clarity and he brings understanding and he brings to recall uh, the things that we know in our spirits from the Word of God that help translate uh, the encounter that we just had. Um, we might leave confused, or we might leave questioning, or we might leave wondering about a situation. And that's when the Holy Spirit comes and does His best work. The Holy Spirit shows up in those moments and He brings clarity in the face of confusion. He brings understanding where there's... Um, uh, where we seem to be vexed by something. Uh, he brings insight uh, to things that seem unclear. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. And I think Peter is positioned now for the Holy Spirit to to go to work and to bring insight and understanding to him about, this situa- about the situation. Peter, you'll remember, was um, uh, well regarded for his passion. Um, he was a reactionary he was often acting before he thought through the consequences, um, and so it does not surprise me that he would impulsively jump up and run to the tomb to see for himself what the women were saying. And when he arrived at the tomb, he discovered it was exactly as they had said. The body was gone. The linen strips were lying there, and that left him wondering what had happened. Um, have you had a situation recently or sometime on your journey where... He encountered something that just left you wondering, and um, did you see the Holy Spirit go to work in a unique way in that situation to bring you inside and understanding? I'm a firm believer that that's precisely where God's Spirit goes to work in those places of confusion uh, to bring understanding and insight to us that we need to properly translate the experiences that we go through in this life. Um, We can take the experiences we encounter, the things that happen to us spiritually or otherwise, at sort of a face value read, Um, but there's often so much more to unpack and understand, and so we need help translating our life experiences. We need help translating our spiritual experiences because we are often apt to miss what's really happening through the lens of our human understanding. And that's why we need the Holy Spirit to bring that deeper understanding, that godly understanding, uh, so that we properly see what we're going through through the lens of what God is doing in our midst. And that's what Peter needs too. And we'll see that that insight comes as the story continues to unfold in Luke chapter 24. Tomorrow we move into one of my favorite passages, the encounter between Jesus and the men on the road to Emmaus. And uh, we will uh, pray that the Spirit will continue to um, teach us through the words that we read today as we continue to consider them in our hearts. All right, my friends, thanks for taking time to study today, and God bless you as you continue to consider His Word.